Welcome, everybody, to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. My name is David Petrangelo, one of your hosts through this journey of all things video games. And once again, it is preview time with the one and only Steve Vigvari. Steve, how are you, man? I'm doing really well. I don't have a uh, a catchy little intro to go along with this one, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> But no, I, I'm doing really well. I'm excited to, to be talking about uh, some cool games. Yeah. OK, so if anyone hasn't heard yet, uh, we had a little bit of a sit down with a preview of uh, Forza Motorsport. Steve had hands on with that preview build of that questions about the tracks, how the game feels, how it looks, differences with other ones, differences with the Horizon series, all that kind of stuff. We went through it all over the course of about 30 to 40 minutes. So check that on the on the podcast feed. So thanks for taking the time to do that, Steve. It was uh, it's fun to sort of to dig into games like that because uh, very nuanced and you had a chance to get your hands on it. So that's pretty sweet. Um, But this time around, we have the latest Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Mirage is what you got your hands on this time. So um, like we set up ourselves with the Forza Motorsport episode, um, how were things set up for you to be able to play uh, the latest Assassin's Creed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so this one was done through like a remote setup. I got to play it just in the comfort of my own home. I got it about nice. three hours of the game. Um, okay. Essentially, what what happened was that it took me through three different segments of it. So we're uh, the first segment is kind of like uh, introducing the character um, before you know he is indoctrinated at, into the Assassin's Assassin's Brotherhood. Um, okay. the, the middle of it is like that indoctrination indoctrination you're kind of like getting in the feel of you know becoming a hidden one an assassin and then the last aspect of the the preview i was uh a part of was you know being the assassin going out uh into the the main setting of the game and kind of you know you have your your tool set and you're kind of just let out into this this world so you kind of get like all different uh aspects of the game kind of just uh, a drip a little drip feed so yeah a total of three hours um yeah i'm excited to kind of go over and talk about it all all right so let's uh before we get into like sort of the fine details of of your experience with these few hours and stuff what um what's your experience with the with the franchise going into this one because i think assassin's creed is kind of all over the place with some people either they Mm -hmm. played a bunch of them or they've only played a couple or for someone like me it's been a while honestly since i've played any i dipped in in two which i know was a high point for a lot of people and kept going until i can't remember which what's the one that came right after black flag that was the last uh, one I played. Unity, I played that. And it's not because I didn't enjoy any of these games. I enjoyed all of them. It just sort of, the franchise just sort of fizzled for me. And sure. me personally, um, the last couple didn't didn't appeal to me. You know, um, I just didn't like the different setting and stuff. And I heard it was less, maybe a little bit less assassin-like, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and I would prefer to be Mr. Sneaky Sneak. So yep. um, that's kind of wh- why I liked it so much. And I you know, really enjoyed Black Flag and Brotherhood and things like that. So it's been a while since I've had a lot of hands-on experience with this franchise, or at least for an extended period of time. Sure. Uh, going into this, going into Mirage, what, what's your, what's, what about you? 
my background is uh, I am like a diehard fan of this Assassin's uh, the Assassin's Creed franchise. I've played all of them, even the you know the the 2D side scrollers, like every kind of spinoff out I there. I did try one of those too. They were they were, that was pretty They're cool. I like, I like that idea. Yeah, I thought there were uh, interesting ideas, but um, yeah, I've I've had uh, ex- exposure to the entire uh, franchise. I followed it all the way through. Valhalla was the one that broke me though where it was a hundred hours just to kind of like roll credits it felt like and by the time i got to the ending as awesome of an ending as it was i i'll still go on record to say that game had one of the best endings since the original trilogy once i got to that ending i was like i don't want to play this game anymore (laughs) it's too big it's too bloated and we kind of got so far away from the plot of what assassin's creed needs to be I need something else. Like I, I just can't do this anymore. Odyssey. Right. Odyssey was a, a big one. It had a big open world, but at least uh, Cassandra was an enticing enough character uh, that it got me through it. I was like, I, I I'm enamored by this character, uh, by her story and everything. But yeah, Valhalla just did not hit for me. And I invested so much time into it. That I was like, if we're ever going to reach the highs of this franchise, we do need to take a step back and kind of reevaluate what this game is. And that's kind of what Ubisoft uh, Bardot, which is the, the development studio of this particular game. That's kind of their approach to it was, Hey, let's not do a hundred hour epic sprawling open world game. Let's bring it back to something that's more akin to, Assassin's Creed 2, something that you're exposed to, which is mm-hmm. this is an easy 20-hour experience. It focuses on stealth. It focuses on being an assassin. Crazy. It's in the name. We should <laughs> probably do that. Um, <laughs> but that's Wild not, idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's in the name, kind of alludes to maybe being an assassin. But this one does actually uh, prioritize that in pretty interesting ways and kind okay. of it made me nostalgic in a lot of ways, but it also kind of made me hopeful that we can reach these same highs in the future. We don't always have to go as ambitious as Valhalla was or as open and sprawling as like the the latest trilogy was, because I feel like now we're entering this point where people want smaller games. We, we don't have as much free time to just dedicate to a 100 hour single player game. Um, Mm -hmm. There are way too many games coming out. So I feel like having something more bite-sized and it is, is attractive to a lot of players. So it is for me. I I like, even though I like, I, like I mentioned, I do not have the same extended uh, love or experience with the franchise going into this one. The fact that it says it's going to be, let's, let's just say, 30 30 hours max to really like do a a decent chunk if it's not everything to do a decent chunk right totally fine i think i'm gonna hit that no problem in a lot of games and be more than satisfied you know i've had a number of games that i've played this year that some of my favorites are the ones that just they don't overstay their welcome which sounds like it's in some ways what valhalla did for you it's not that it was a bad game not that you hated the story or characters or whatever but it's like you, you mentioned bloated, you mentioned sort of extra, all this extra content and stuff. If it doesn't need to be there, if it doesn't service the character, the story, um, your experience with it, and it's just there because you have more space, essentially, then does it really need to be there? And it sounds like Mirage, and, and they've said this, like like you said, they they the developers have said that there are they are getting things a little bit more 
contained, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I know you only had three hours with it. Uh, was there any sense of that within those three hours, or is it sort of so bite sized that's hard to tell? It, it was bite sized, but you do kind of get that scale. So essentially, when it first starts, you're uh, reintroduced to to Bassam, who is introduced in Valhalla. I find it very interesting, and I'm not really sure how I feel about this whole thing because Bassam's a character you're not even supposed to like. Oh, and now we're okay. getting like a full game of here's his origin, here's how he fits into this this new story. And I'm like, I again in in Mirage, the the small amount of time I I spent with him as the playable character, I was like, okay, I kind of see how he is endearing and everything. But knowing where he goes from this game onward, I'm like, that's a weird decision. I'm I'm very mm. interested to see how they kind of handle that. Um, cool. But yeah, the, when you first meet him, he's just like a local street thief, uh, kind of like a mercenary, a pickpocket and everything. He kind of has the... Are you the Aladdin? Uh, <laughs> almost, almost, to be honest. Um, but he has like those in, inherent tool sets to be an assassin. And what I find interesting okay. is like when you first like start or when, like in my, in my preview um, build, when you first start, like he already is aware of the hidden ones. He knows what like the assassin oh, brotherhood is in some okay. contextual sense. He's kind of like vying, like, okay, how can I prove myself to kind of be indoctrinated into this group? Because like for whatever reason, he kind of feels the need to be there. Um, but then yeah, so so you go from that to him training and everything, and then by the time you become part of the brotherhood you're kind of set free into baghdad that's where the game largely oh, that's takes where it's okay. okay um cool but just opening up the map i would say i don't i don't want to go on record to to say this is 100 confirmed but like just the scale of the map uh feels more akin to something like an ac2 where it is you're not having to go on your horse and go up hills and valleys to get right. to the next town it's like no you're all in one one spot and i mean even some of the local like uh the, the pois feel like they matter like you get into like one of the the marketplaces and it feels big in in scope as when compared to the city of, of baghdad you know so it doesn't feel it doesn't feel bloated. It feels way more contained. There are still little things to do around. Like my map did have like, here's a treasure you can go collect to get money or here's an mm. activity to do stuff to keep you busy. But it's all in one spot. So it doesn't feel like we're padding out this experience by making you jump on your horse and then ride for 15 minutes just to get to the right. next POI or next right. activity. Uh, so, so I do feel like it is more accessible in that way. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I appreciate sort of, um, yeah, having some exploration there because Assassin's Creed has always had that. Like you yeah. said, you find treasures or you're going off, going over the rooftops and stuff. And you're like, oh, I can see that over there. Or, oh, I have that point of interest over there. I want to sort of check that out or I'm going to make note of it or something like that. Like you don't want to take all that away, but maybe right. you don't want to, uh, you know, get the player to spend, like you said, 15 minutes just going from A to B and all you do is unlock a fast travel point at that point. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> um, one of the, this might be getting a little too far ahead of ourselves, but the, it came to mind and I feel like I'm going to forget it. One of, one of the things I really liked about those earlier games for me was I think they were called... Oh, I don't remember what they were called where you'd sort of go into like a fortress and you'd have to take out all the enemies and then that would be sort of a, a point where you would... It would be a fast travel point, yes, in a game yes. like Brotherhood, for example. Um, but I always enjoy, like, the Spider-Man games have those. Like, I sure. love those things. Yep. Where it's like this, 
it's it, I use this word again now this description a self-contained sort of like arena almost in a way I know exactly kind of, what you mean yeah I love the way those go like I think the Assassin's Creed games are one of those early ones are one of the first ones that I remember those really clicked with me I know they weren't the only games at the time and they definitely are not the only games since but is there any had, did, was there any experience with that and have they said anything that that might be something that they're going to have in Mirage no, I didn't get to experience that myself, and I, yeah. I haven't heard anything from the de- developers on this. But just the way that some of the the mission structures uh, kind of feel, and the way that mm-hmm. you know you'll enter an enemy area, it almost feels like they have to be in the game somewhere, only because okay. there's there's a point in which you know you're you're, um, you're infiltrating like this enemy kind of compound thing, okay. and. Once again, like this is a relatively common kind of thing, uh, objective in an Assassin's Creed game where you have to like unlock a door, but there's like a captain somewhere in the area yeah, with yeah, a key yeah. on him. With so you have key, to take sure. him down, grab yeah. the key. So it does kind of feel like that stronghold nature in that way, where it's like, okay, so you, you use your, your vision. Okay, I got five guys up here, two guys over there. How am I going to either sneak my way through them all or how am I going to systematically take them all out to get to the captain, right. grab the key, get to that door? So I feel like the game sets itself up for something like that at some point down the line. I didn't get to yeah. experience that myself, but I... I'm with you there. I, I've always really liked those. I always like getting to an area and be like, all right, how am I going to go through this with a never being caught or how am I going to do this with no bloodshed? I love putting yes. those two like objectives in front of me and seeing which one like I can actively get because like the moment in any Assassin's Creed game, the moment that open combat kind of starts up and yeah. you're just kind of, you know, swinging a sword or doing like that. I'm like, it's fine, it's, but it's not Assassin's Creed. Like, I love the stealth nature, which this game has uh, by and full. Yeah, because the 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 um, the sort of sneaking around and, and being the assassin and everything, like you mentioned, like if that's what they're going to focus on now, which is great. Yeah. Um, it's just the way Assassin's Creed has done it, in my experience, is that it's you always feel very swift. Like, there's something about the movement, whether it's the music, the sound effects, the environment... Um, all those sort of things and the sort of actions that you're able to do or not able to do yet, depending on what you you're maybe able to do at, the, at that point, those fee always felt very rewarding and very satisfying. Um, you said you went into some of these enemy areas and stuff. Does it feel like that? Is, is it just, or, or is it more of the same of what you had in, you know, let's say the last couple of games, does it feel like it's, it's going back to, like they said to two and things like that? Is that, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it feels like it's built in with the, the franchise's roots in mind. Like it does okay. very much feel like, okay, let's reach back into the the old bag of tricks that people know from Incessant Creed 2, 3, Black Flag, and kind of pulls them back into uh, a, a modern game. Um, yeah. Which in, in some aspect, I do feel like, okay, well, now we're just... Now we're just coming like full circle. We're not elevating or reinventing the wheel in some way. Right. But there's already been so much time since playing Assassin's Creed 2 or the original one where I'm like, okay, I'm kind oh, yeah. of nostalgic for this kind of game. But I do feel like something's lost in being like, okay, well, we're just kind of retreading the same uh, footsteps mm-hmm. we've already taken. Um mm-hmm. So, so jury's out on like what I'll feel like after the full experience, but so far I feel like 
they are making the right step of like let's reel it in a little bit from what valhalla was <laughs> which yeah, is nice like yeah. already right there you're already getting points <laughs> yeah <laughs> 100 plus hours but already this is great i don't want yeah. it to be the same yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um we have uh we'll, we'll dig into some more details as we go and stuff like yes. that but before i i want to make sure that we get in some of the questions because you wrote yes. down a couple questions that people had so why don't we uh i'll, I'll let you sort of take the reins on that and uh and address oh, some of the things. Yeah, that yeah, asked. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we we got a whole bunch of great audience questions. Thank you guys so much for uh, chiming in, asking. It seems like there's a lot of interest uh, within our audience about uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. So that's great to see. So um, I'm going to throw it to friend of the show uh, at Matt underscore Silver Soul. He asked, would Bassam enjoy pineapple on pizza? First off, no one should, and I don't think that Basim would. I feel like he is the true homie. He has some taste. Um, he also <laughs> continues, how does the parkour feel compared to recent Assassin's Creed games? And I think yeah. that's a big one. I think a lot of people have uh, varying opinions based on like the free running. So yes. Assassin's Creed Origin, Odyssey, and Valhalla, they kind of really changed the way that free uh, free running really felt and everything. This one does very much feel back to the roots back to the original kind of games where you know it, it's segmented to at least for on the xbox controller the a button uh you're using that to kind of climb and make those like incremental leaps to get up a building mm -hmm. um same thing if you're running from like you know a board that's over like a rooftop to jump onto like the next rooftop it, it feels very streamlined it feels very fluid which is nice but i yeah. i like this style of the free running versus what we've seen in previous games where it just kind of sometimes it, i i feel like in previous games you you run you hit something and you, you don't always have the same fluidity or the same precision when getting from A to B. Um, also, it's really cool to go back to what Assassin's Creed used to be, which is I'm running, I'm actively running like on rooftops, jumping, stuff yeah. like that. Like it feels really <laughs> nice where in like Valhalla of all things, like I was like climbing up trees and stuff. It was very strange, very strange right. stuff in those games. Yeah. Well, when it's more of an open space, you have less of this continued action that you can do. Like the rooftops give you a perfect excuse exactly. to literally hop from, you know, square to square or whatever, you know. Um, I, I think uh, I think that's part, part of that, the way that works though is, yes, part of it, you know, if, if it's a big open world like Valhalla would be, it's hard to do that, like I mentioned, but also if that flow is going well and you are sort of hitting those points that you quote unquote should be hitting to get that feeling back the way that it was in those other games, like you're mentioning, I think that's good level design as well. Exactly. Um, it points to the fact that they know that here are a series of buildings from A to B that this person might take or A to D back to B over to C, like, you know, whatever route you decide to take. There's, there are points where the character is going to be able to jump and climb and swing and, all those types of things to keep that flow going, jump off the wall, whatever it might be, right? Um, if you lay that out properly, you're going to get that satisfying feeling being able to traverse your way through a city. And, you know, yes, that partially is control. Yes, that's partially going back to quote unquote the roots and everything. But if you don't design it properly, you're not going to be successful no matter what roots you have, right? Exactly. So, um, and, and there so are that's like probably there moderate changes to to it like okay uh, um and i i want to say at least like one other game had this but i can't pinpoint which one but um they brought back like the 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 rope in which like 
Basim can grab, hit a crank, and the, the rope kind of like flings him up over. Yeah, I think like that was roof. Black Flag. That might have been Black Flag. It was one of them, right? And I think, yeah. So, so they brought that back, but the the main one uh, that they've added in is that uh, Basim will like find kind of like a stick or something where he can like almost like pole vault in a way where it's like, okay, okay. He's, he's on one rooftop, he's got the stick, and then he kind of like falls over to the next one and kind of just like let's go yeah, with it's it a, and then yeah i see what you mean yeah very yeah. much like an aladdin kind of uh, i was gonna say okay. it sounds like aladdin <laughs> sounds very much like aladdin absolutely um not in a bad way <laughs> no 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 i it very much it kind of feels animated in a way but like i i just yeah. think that it's it's really sleek it's it's a very stylish kind of um addition to the free running i, I like it personally um nice. but yeah i like those like small little ways that yeah you can there's fluidity to running yeah. from guards or something like that. Um, that I kind that of was missed. such a huge high point for me is those experience of being able to to traverse these like historic areas right. in a way that you would never be able to do right. And they and they created these like somewhat to scale representations of what you know Florence was, for example, which I think was Brotherhood or AC two. I can't remember um, that those those things were amazing. And I've told the story on the, on the, on the show before, but like I played AC two or brotherhood, whichever one has Florence in it. And then like three months later we went to Florence and I was like, Oh, oh my God. Oh, so cool. Oh my God. I, yeah. I feel like I've been here cause they did it to whatever the scale would be exactly um, as, as close as they could. Even at that time, you know, this is going back probably 12 years ago, 11 years ago or whatever. Right. So, um, so some experience of that. No, I've never been to Baghdad and a lot of people have been and they sure. might be able to sort of experience that. And it, it just that feeling was something I've never felt before in a game and never have since because it's kind of hard to replicate that. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but that being able to sort of experience those cities in such a special, unique way, um, while also being able to like traverse them and and with such ease is is awesome. So yeah. I'm happy that's kind of kind of back. Yeah. The uh, the other thing that they brought back, not not has anything to do with traversal, but I thought was really cool for for nostalgic um, AC fans is that um, yeah. they brought back the ability to without if you're wanted by the guards or anything, you can find like wanted posters and tear them down, which oh, I yeah, love that from the original oh, yeah. ones. Um, nice. <laughs> and, and you can like uh, bribe locals to kind of like you know. Uh, forget you kind of thing like yeah, i love that yeah, yeah. stuff where it was like okay you have your wanted meter and you can kind of like chip away at it by doing like these right. small like little tasks uh yeah, yeah yeah little things it's almost like spreading rumors in a way like that's kind of kind of how it feels yeah exactly that's awesome. um nice. yeah so some other audience questions that we got here from at luke williams l2 is my dad ever coming back from the milk store um in today's economy, who's to say? I mean, milk is so expensive. He might have had it to is. go go work at a restaurant or something. Go. Um, I know. mean, imagine if if he's not drinking actual milk, and maybe maybe he's maybe he has to have oat milk or almond milk. Like he's right. he's gonna be that. He might be there for a while, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't soy know. milk. Who yeah. knows? Uh, he Jeez. might be on a really long journey. Uh, yeah. He also asks if Basim avoids conflict. Does that mean I have to like smoke bombs? Ooh. This is a great question because, again, we're talking about how Assassin's Creed Mirage goes back to those stealth roots. And I was yes. very happy when, you know, you open up your, your your tool wheel and you see like all these like throwing knives and stuff and smoke bombs are there and they just work like they're supposed to. So, you know, if you do end up getting <laughs> caught by caught by guards, 
You can just throw one down. You can do an assassination while the smoke is there. Yes. Throw them over. You can do like two or three by the time the smoke disperses. And then you kind of kind of like run away, hide in the grass, kind of skulk your way through until the the guards lose lose track of you and then kind of, you know, go back to your business. But I love the fact that they're double downing on being an actual assassin once Mm -hmm. again. I feel like that's something that's long been abandoned in this franchise. So yeah, I, I'm I'm a real big fan of how they're approaching stealth in this game, prioritizing it, making sure that you have the different uh, tools in your tool belt to actually be stealthy. Yeah, and, and actually on, to, to, to sort of jump off on that too, like yeah. you're mentioning, you know, you can climb on the grass or maybe go up a, a, a building or something to sort of get away from them after you put a smoke bomb down or whatever it might be. Yep. Um, does it feel like the environments you were doing this in, does it feel like, like I mentioned level design with sort of traversing, does it feel like those areas are fair is kind of the wrong word to use but does it feel like they're set up for success or does it seem like you are sort of running in circles looking for where you need to go after you drop that smoke bomb no but again it feels very in line with what assassin's creed has done in the past like i don't feel like they're surprising anyone in terms of like the ways that you can be stealthy or like hide from guards and stuff like that it's very much like okay you turn a corner there's some tall grass there there's a hay a bale of hay somewhere there's the standard fare. I, I at no point was I like, oh, that's a cool way to to hide in this game that I've never seen before so far. Okay, anyways, okay. just based off right. like my limited impressions, it very, it very much is like, here are the main hitters from Assassin's Creed games that I've seen before. Yeah, but, but you'll you'll recognize those, and you can sort of like we were mentioning with sort of like fortresses or infiltrating certain spots. You you can sort of plan your routes, so to speak, yeah. and uh, and as long as that is available, regardless of you know whether it's familiar or not at least it's there and you know that's kind of part of the the fun of being an assassin and sort of being stealthy so cool yeah uh one one i want to circle back to is at uh comes from at rice boy tv i need details on free running mechanics after sinking hours into origins odyssey and valhalla i found myself missing the old free run slash climb system it seemed to be going in a good direction in and around unity slash syndicate i know we Mm -hmm. talked a a lot about like the free running uh mechanics which i don't know if it's as fluid as it kind of was in the the heyday of unity and syndicate um to be honest i do feel like it's more along the lines of ac2 and and games of that uh generation um but the climbing i feel is also emblematic of that uh same era i don't feel like it's as as fluid which again people who are in I know Bobby, he's not here, but Bobby loves Unity and, and loves Syndicate. Those are, I think, two of his uh, favorite games. So I feel like maybe if you're if you're in locked in on those couple games, those mm-hmm. are your games, I feel like you might be a little disappointed. Me, AC 1 through 3 were my Assassin's Creed games. So okay. playing Mirage, I feel very much at home. I feel like, okay, I'm... I'm I'm back. Like I am yeah. back to like where I was <laughs> 10 uh almost 15 years ago if you can believe it. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, another man, one we're old 15 I years know, ago. Oh, I know. oh, oh um, god. <laughs> <laughs> um another one I want to go is from at @shabaz. Uh he asks what's the best overall improvement in Mirage, which is a great question. Mm. I think a lot of it is cutting down on the bloat. I, I feel like that uh, goes a long way for me um, for in terms of just an AC fan, as well as just a contemporary video game player, someone who 
you know, prioritizes his time and uh, looks at a game and is like 30 hours. Perfect. That's very obtainable. And if there's collectibles out there that I still want to find them, continue playing this game afterwards, by all means, I'm down for right. that. Um, the other stuff are the, like the littler things like the, the stealth, I, I think is a, a great prioritization in this game. Um, the one interesting thing, and I'm not sure if this is a best in, overall improvement or jury's still out on this one but it's the way okay. that open combat is now subject to to being uh on one button so assassin's creed oh. Od- origins odyssey and valhalla they all kind of attri- adopted uh combat style that was similar to the witcher and dark souls which is you had your heavy and light attacks um on to on the the right bumper and the right trigger okay here it's all on the right bumper, right bumper. So if you if you just press the bumper, it's a light attack. If you hold it, uh, Basim does a heavy attack. I think that's a cool change. I don't okay. know if I love it yet because, again, okay. I only spent a limited amount of time with it. But I do think that streamlining open combat as a uh, alternative to having you know that trigger be used for something else. Yeah, it is a good change. I just don't know if I love having light and heavy attacks on one bumper so far. Yeah, I wonder if that is it, that could very well be one of those things that um you you sort of get used to as it yeah. goes because I think like the the habit that everyone has, at least for me, a habit for me would be whether it's triggers, whether it's you know X and Y, whether it's square and triangle, it doesn't really matter like what it is like. I kind of feel like there's usually a two, potentially three button combination that you use to dodge, block, heavy, light. You know, that's sort of yep. the, the tradition at this point. And then now you're moving with the joystick, essentially, and you are pressing one button. Exactly. It, it, it simplifies things. But I wonder if the, the idea behind that is also maybe they don't want to encourage so much open combat. So they want to make it simple. Right. Um, yeah. Which open combat for me, and again, in my experience of, of older versions of this franchise, was always the weakest part. For me, it always was anyway. Because yep. um, like we've been saying, we like the stealthy. We want to be the, the assassin. We want to be the sneak and all that kind of stuff. That's where you want the combat to be in, out, in, out, you know, move your way around and that kind of thing. And then Absolutely. once everyone found you, it was like, OK, I got to deal with these guys and then I'll go and be <laughs> sneaky after this. Like, that's kind of how it always felt to me. So I wonder if that is part of it where... Not that like a lack of expansive controls is a deterrent necessarily, or they're purposely trying to make it not intuitive. It's just, let's sort of get this interaction over with, maybe. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> and no, make it simplified so it's not the focus. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm right there with you where I do feel like there has to be some sort of intention to be like, well, we want so much emphasis on being stealth. Let's just yeah. kind of take away the tool set in terms of open combat, which I, I think is great. But then, you know, I, I t- turn around and I look at like my my capture footage that I had in every every fight I was in. Every single time I would accidentally open up my my tool wheel because I'm hitting the right trigger. So it's like I, I hit, hit, hit with like, like my light attacks and I'm going in for a heavy. And it's like, oh, do you want smoke bombs? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I just, I just right, want to hit the guy. Uh, yeah, the muscle memory is just not there yet, right? Is that's kind of that's it, is. it. And yeah. yeah, as soon as I'm I'm loaded into an Assassin's Creed game, I'm locked in on, you know, what Valhalla and, and Odyssey and Origins sure. were. So, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time to, to acclimate myself to this new style. 
styles, which again, it goes back to my point. I don't know if it's a good change, but it's a change worth noting and maybe a lot of people will enjoy it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then last uh, couple of questions are coming in from at GTM618. He asks, uh, how relatable is Bassam's quest compared to, let's say, AC2 or Black Flag? Now, yeah, Graham, question. friend of the show. Yeah, this is a great question. I don't know yet. Uh, it's still too early for me, uh, to be honest, because the different segments I was in doesn't really talk about or kind of even allude to what the overall story of this game really is and that goes back to one of my first original points is that i'm very interested to see how Bassem's kind of fleshed out as a character i don't want to mm -hmm. spoil anything from valhalla but again he's not a character that you're really empathizing with but by the time valhalla ends it very much is oh Bassem's the main character in this story moving forward and I, even at that point i was like that's very weird given everything that's hmm. happened to this game so well like i'm okay. i'm very intrigued to see how they kind of handle that but yeah i wish i had more info for you but hey game's just around the corner i'm sure we'll all figure that out together yeah and then second question graham has which i think is a really great um kind of end cap to this and something i think we've already answered but i'll emphasize again yeah so what's what's the closest ac feel you can compare it to I think the easy one is AC2. I think AC2 was the uh, game that kind of evolved from the original, kind of did everything better, and kind of gave mm -hmm. us the best tool set, the best emphasis on stealth, the best map, to be honest. Um, now, whether or not the setting, uh, a lot of people, you know, say Black Flag, and I feel Black Flag interests me the most, but I think in terms of what Assassin's Creed is as a whole, AC2 really nailed it and kind of was that... The, the benchmark of what Ubisoft can do in terms of the, this franchise. So right. right now, as it currently stands, I think that we are really getting back into that kind of that feel it, what, of what AC2 kind of provided, which I think is great. I know a lot of people will maybe be divisive on this, but I'm, I'm really happy with where Mirage stands right now uh, as it okay. currently is. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to note um, that this just goes for uh the hardcore and nerdiest of AC fans out there. Let's do yeah, it. Yep. Let's do it. Um, so there's a really cool uh, part where you're in the the training segment. You're you're training with the hidden ones and everything. And Ambassam looks up. And what does he see in the distance? It's Alamut Castle, which people will know is from the original AC, uh, where Altair kind of. That's the main compound. That's the that's the. That's the place where the the Brotherhood hung out. And where it all started, and sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. We're we're back to where like the Assassin Creed franchise started, and when when that scene happens, I pop the hell off by myself. I was like, oh my god, this is so <laughs> fucking cool. Um, so yeah, the fact that again we're going back to the roots, po like very literally, uh, with Alamut Castle being a center stage in some respect in this game is really really dope. So um, I'm I'm excited to. To see it in the game, um, but I'm excited for people to kind of check it out themselves. And I only saw it in the distance. I don't know if you can actually like go into it and kind of explore it. That would be right. very cool to kind of like go back to a, the original Assassin's Creed and be like, okay, well, was this staircase leading up to this thing? How evolved has it been? Like, I'm I'm super into seeing how uh, how fleshed out that location is because it clearly isn't just there for a set piece like it has to be there right. for a reason right so right that that was and, really cool to see 
and again, too, like like you said, you don't really know where the story's going just yet. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, it's not really the way the build was was made. And you didn't have a, a ton of time with it and stuff. But does it feel like someone like me needs to sort of watch a video on what happened in Valhalla to sort of care who this character is? Or should I just and I'd be fine to sort of jump in and just see how it goes. I mean, there very, very well could be a video that plays off the top that sort of gives you some context and there could be a lot of story build at that's the beginning, true, yeah. which I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly how they handle it. And that's totally fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, even games like God of War did something like that as well. Like Ragnarok had, yeah. had the video, at the, you know, it caught you up and everything. So, you know, I mean, play the original one, just do it. It's great. But, you know, an example like that is, it might be all I need, but, um, but from what you can tell anyways, or even from your experience with Valhalla, like, should I, seek out you know a, a 20 minute recap or anything of valhalla to see what's going on or does it not really seem like it might maybe it won't matter so much i don't think it will matter so much only because of the, like the framing of this game very much feels like okay we're doing a, a more honed in game this is an origin story for Bassum. yeah they, they might be a smart in to do like uh like a recap at the start like you kind of talked about but i don't think that there's going to be all that much that inherently goes into it where if you don't play Valhalla because Valhalla is very convoluted in its own respect of like okay. how it ties into 10 games and kind of ends off as like oh this is what we're building towards and blah 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 there's so much that goes into Valhalla I feel like it would be a detriment to kind of go into this more focused honed in game and be like and now we have all this luggage all this stuff on it <laughs> and now we're doing an origin story for this character I, I kind of hope that they frame it as a way of like this is Bassam. You don't need to know anything about this character. You're going to end up liking him just based yeah. on this game alone. Um, growing with him kind of thing. Exactly. I, I feel like that's yeah. the best approach. That being cool. said, if you do if you do want to introduce yourself to that character, I I mean, you can probably find a uh, like a recap video online, but yeah. I, I don't yeah. think that is necessary. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're so we're good. Um, all right, so you for the most part, it, I mean, it's not, not for the most part. It really sounds like you enjoyed your your hands on with this game. So it seems yeah. like, yeah, it seems like your hype meter is just as high as it was, uh, if not higher. So <laughs> I I think I think it's higher than it was prior to to me playing it, only because okay. the the promise of going back to the roots, the promise of going back to this small scale, it sounded great. But what does that mean in terms of, is it going to be interesting? Is this game going to hold right. up to, I mean, 2023 is such a good game. Can you take a game or can you create a new game and base it off something that came out 15 years ago and still interest someone like me, someone who was very burnt out from Valhalla? Can, can that yeah. interest me? And yeah, it does. It, it does uh, really interest me. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to be the the thing that reignites my love for the franchise, but it's at least something that's got me interested. And I think that's okay. best case scenario right now. I, I like everything that I'm seeing. I'm just hoping that it all pays off very well. Yeah. in the full package and everything exactly. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And like you, like you mentioned, this game's uh, pretty close to, to release as well. So we are, we are getting very close to being able to get our hands on that's the great. full, uh, full version of this game. So uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is uh, right around the corner. And um, again, if you did not hear our discussion about Forza Motorsport as well, Steve had a great preview breakdown of that. And we answered yeah. some questions and sort of got through uh, differences in that franchise and sort of where that thing, where things are going, how it looks, how it feels. 
just like we kind of did here with Assassin's Creed. So check that out on your podcast feed as well. Um, until we get back to our full episodes uh, momentarily, Steve, where can everyone find your fine work online and uh, more Forza uh assassin's creed uh starfield uh spider-man baldur's gates 2023 oh, is too many games everybody yeah yeah uh yeah you can find my 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 ramblings everywhere uh on the internet at asvikvari um but yeah lots of lots of stuff to come out very soon i know so much so much yeah. right now uh, I mean, it's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah. a good year, an awesome year for games, good problem to have for gamers. Um, but also, like you said, these sort of like games that are a little bit shorter and are a little bit more contained, I think honestly gets it, like there's some bonus points for me. There's some bonus points in that. Um, exactly. Yep. Uh, don't overstay your welcome. Get the job done and uh, and make a, a fun, fluid game, which sounds like Mirage is going in, in that direction. So that Absolutely. sounds awesome. Makes, just this discussion has gotten me more excited for this game, which oh, it awesome. was sort of on the back burner for me. So um, I'm very excited to sort of dig into this when the release comes. Sick. But uh, yeah, until next time, everybody, check us out, consolecreatures.com, uh, cross the interwebs, and uh, yeah, we'll head back to talking about games we've been playing and uh, some more fun stuff coming up, reviews, previews, at consolecreatures.com and right here on the podcast. We'll talk to everybody soon. Ciao. Bye. Bye.